It's time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is on 103.9 FM WXAN. It's presented by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries located at 420 South Street in Murfreesboro. Their worship services are Sunday morning at 11.30 a.m. and they welcome you. Time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who you are. The only way we can get the benefits of God is by being in the Word. In the beginning was the Word. When we learn the, when you hear, when you hear about Jesus, we have to learn to bring the Word. Jesus is the Word, not a man with pretty, pretty face and long hair. We have to have the Word because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So. As I so often say, if it's in this world, it's already yours. It's been released to you, and all you have to do is go get it. It's already been released. If it's, been, if it's in this spiritual world, it's yours. And all we have to do is acknowledge God in all our ways and go get it. But if it's not in this, spirit, in this natural world, then we have to learn to go by faith to receive what we need from God. Now, when you go by faith, it's called divine, and it's God's word, which is divine. So if you're going to get God's benefit, we have to have the word. It's, it's, I mean, you're just not going to make it divine if we don't have the word. But we thank God for things he has released in this natural world. We can go get it. But if it's not in this natural world, it's already been covered by the word of God. But we cannot handle the word of God just any kind of way we want to handle it. We just toss it about. We, we, we just do a lot of crazy stuff. And then we wonder why it doesn't work. But you have when we're dealing with divine, if you were going to make a cake, and I say this so often, it's not one of us that will go in, the, in that kitchen and throw together everything in the kitchen to make a cake. We wouldn't do that. But there are direction. There is a recipe and there is instruction that you follow. And when you follow God's instruction to a T, that's why I stick with the King James Version. Now, I read other Bibles, but I have to have my King James there to get the, it, it has the closest meaning than any Bible that's written. Because the Bible has just been changed so many times, but the King James is the closest to the original. So if you're going to read these other Bibles, you got to get a mindset and have that King James because these other Bible changes words and definition. And this and when you're when you got some kind of death hanging on you, you can't afford to be reckless with the word. You got to have that word verbatim. And this is why I keep the word anything that. I'm going to get divine. I have to go to the word. I don't. I prayer alone is not going to get it. We ought to see that if prayer, if if living right and living good, and prayer will get us where we need to be, then all of us will be in good shape. But you got to take prayer. You got to take faith. You got to take the word. And you have to take the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. And these are your battle acts. You can't have one without the other. You got to have your battle acts. And you have to have uh, structure and instruction. So once you learn to love the word, 
Just love the word and give God back his word. When we take God's word and give God back his word, he said his word will not return unto him void, but it will accomplish what he sent it to do. And that's why we're not giving him the word. So if you give him the word and you return that word back to God and everything that we do divine, the string that runs through it is believing. You got to believe. You got to believe. And when you learn to believe and believing is a mindset, believing is passive. Believing does not go backwards and forwards. When you're in a, in a battle with any kind of sickness or whatever you're going through. When you're in that battle, you got to find the word that describes your situation. And then you have to anchor. You anchor your mind with that word, with that one scripture is enough to do it. If you're going through healing, then you go in there and you find that word. You find that one scripture. And you anchor your mind with that believing. And when you anchor your mind, that means your mind is set no matter what comes or go. My mind is set that by his stripes I'm healed. And that mindset is passive. It doesn't waver back and forth. It doesn't go to the right. It stands firm, ten toes down. And then faith come along. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen and faith without works is dead. So while your mind is anchored in believing, then faith come along and it moves the mountain. Faith is an action. Faith is a force and it moves the mountain. Okay, so we're going to go start with uh, Proverbs 4. And then I'm going to talk about healing. And the reason God wants me to go back over this is because we have to prick our inner ears. And once you begin to hear with your spirit, there's nothing that's going to be able to stop you. Okay, listen what the word says. It says, hear ye children, the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. On this Christian journey, you're going to have three that you must become acquainted with it. With that's knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Knowledge is the ability to know, wisdom is the ability to apply what you know, and understanding is the ability to join the two together and the two aspects come together with a clear perception and direction for a thing or where you're going. So you gotta have knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. He said, for I give good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. If you're a child of God, the love of the word must be first. You can't, you can't put nothing before the word. You got to love that word with all your heart. You got to know that word. You got to walk that word. You got to talk that word. It's not enough to walk it. It's not enough to talk it and don't walk it. And we're seeing far too many Christians doing too much talking and no walking. Okay, for I was my father's son, tender, and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my word. You got to have God's word and you got to have it down in your heart. It got to reside in your heart. This is why we study. This is why we pray. And this is why we transform the, 
of the mind. So as you put the word of God in your heart, you don't have to worry about remembering. Just read it. And as you read it, you are programming your mind. You are taking out negative information and you putting in positive information. And this is the transforming of the mind. And, and you don't need, you don't need to try to remember. Don't even try to remember because when you get in a trial, what happens is when you get into a trial, the Holy Ghost will bring that word back. You don't have to worry about trying to remember. If you put it in there, then when you get into a trial of life, that Holy Ghost is going to bring that word back. And so he says, let thine heart retain my word. Keep my commandments and do what and live. How many are we seeing dying before their time? So many people are dying before their time. And I take you back to my life. When I was a young woman again, I could have been dead before my time. Hallelujah. I see Dorothy is on here watching. Hallelujah. She was one that can tell you verbatim the walk that I had to walk. Because many days she would come to my house and pray for me. She would come and sing. And this was, this was during the time when I was sick with cancer. And my mother was sick with cancer. And she would come through there. And God would send her just to pray and give a word of encouragement. See, you got to be able to fight. This stuff is not going to fall on you, but you got to be able to fight with everything that you got. Now, listen, he said, and keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. I just told you wisdom is the ability to apply what you know and get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth don't lead the path of truth. Once you know God's word, you walk that word. And so many times on this path, we're going to fall, we're going to stumble, and we're going to trip. But that's all right. When you fall, we got to take the blood of Jesus. We got to repent and get up. See, you got to know the difference between a hypocrite and a, and a child of God that laps into sin. You see, the hypocrite loves to, uh, love, um to talk the word, but he can't walk the word. So it doesn't mean that you're a hypocrite because you fall along the way. As long as your heart is pure before God, hallelujah, when you fall, you get up, clean yourself with the blood, and keep walking. He says, forsake her not. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. What, what, what will preserve thee? This word will preserve. Preserve means to keep. Hallelujah. You can just take almost a, 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 a young woman and an elderly woman, a young man and an elderly man that's been kept by the Lord, and you put them the two together. That, that young one that have been through so much trials and tribulation, so much pain, and they look older than the elder ones that has been kept. You got to hear, you, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. So the word of God is able to preserve. You know what preserve means? Back in the day, hallelujah, my mama used to preserve. And when you preserve something, you can keep it for years. Hallelujah. So anyway, it will preserve thee. Love her and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and all that getting, get understanding. Now, I want to take you over. Well, I, I want to take you over to the 20th verse. And this is where I was getting to. And then we're going to talk about faith. My son, attend to my word. Incline thine ear unto my singing. Listen. 
Let them not depart from thine eyes. Let them not depart. You keep God's word first and foremost. And keep them in the midst of thine heart. Now listen. Listen. For they are life unto those that find them. They are what? They are life unto those that find them. So that tells me you have to seek after the word. One scripture say, ask and seek and you shall find. So this stuff is not going to just fall on you, but you got to seek after the word. He said, for they are life unto those that find them. Now listen, and health, say it with me, health, health. Unto all their flesh. Are you hearing me? The word of God is health to all our flesh. One scripture say it's like medicine. So this is what we're talking about when you find God's word. It is health to all that flesh. And let me tell you something. It's not hard. It's not hard to believe God. It seems hard because you're in a warfare and the devil is hitting you from the outside. He, he's, he's bringing them trials from the outside. And so it's so much easier to see and feel because you're looking at it. Now, if God would open up your eyes and, and those of us that's been in the Lord a while, we know how God will open up our eyes and show us something, even though it has not manifested in the in the natural world, but God will show you what the enemy is doing. He will show you the end result. And once you have that revelation, you enter into God's peace. But God don't always do that, but we can get the same effect by walking and resting in faith. Now listen, he say it's help to all their flesh. That means this body, this flesh here, when it gets sick, if we find the word, it's help to all our flesh. Now, let me tell you, and he don't mean spiritual because our God is wise enough. If he meant to say spiritual, he would have said it was, it was it's health to all our spirit or all our soul. But he said flesh so that you would know he's talking about healing your, your fleshly body. Now, listen, keep thy heart with all diligence. You watch what goes into your heart. See, the enemy can only get through your heart, through your mind. And this is why we have to put up gates around our five senses. See, our five senses will pick up what we see, what we hear, what we feel. And when you see something negative out there or you hear something negative out there, you got to learn to leave it out there. But the first thing Satan would do would bring that negative situation and try to get it in your mind. And this is why God say, transform your mind. And this is why he say, resist the devil and he will flee. And so many times we don't resist him. We sit up and we talk verbatim with him, word for word. We have a, and, and, and we don't resist him. But when you're in a warfare, you learn to resist the devil. And how do you resist the devil? Every time he bring a thought, Every negative thought he bring, you got to take the word and bring it back. If he say that you sick and can't get well, then the word of God say, but the word is life and it's, it's health to all my flesh. The word of God say he took my sin and he took my sickness. The word of God said by his stripes we are healed. This is how you resist the devil. 
Well, I say that I, I do that, but it keep coming back. He keep coming back. You keep resisting. Hallelujah. And after he see that he's not getting anywhere with you, I promise you he will leave. But when he bring that thought to you and you take that thought and you begin to say what he says about you, I'm so sick and I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I had this. My mama had it and it's in my bloodline and my uncle had it. And I think I'm going when you start talking foolish talk with him, then you're feeding his faith. Fear is that is is faith for Satan and, and faith is is faith for God. Hallelujah. So you have to be able to equip your man. And let me tell you, I'm always teaching on the man. Because why? Why? We got it down packed in the spirit. You know, we can come in the house and we we can we can do a good sermon, we can do a good hat, we know how to dance, we know how to hoop, we know how to we got that down packed. Hallelujah. Because we love the Lord. But the minute we go back out that door, we living in that natural world. We talking natural. We talking with the devil. We drinking with the devil. We smoking with the devil. We doing all of that stuff. Hallelujah. So you got to have a love for God and you got to have a love for the word and you got to be equipped to stand and fight. And once that you have done all, see, once you have done all, then what do you do? You stand. So he letting you know after you've done all, after you prayed, after you fasted, after you given it to God, after you wrestle, then you have to stand. See, and that's what people don't understand. You got to stand, and sometimes you may be standing a while. Sometimes you may be standing alone, but if you stand, I'm a living witness that God will bring you through. I don't care what it is. He, the Bible says God has no respect to person. So if he do for one, he's going to do for the other. Now listen what it says. He said, keep that heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Whatever you got down in your heart is going to manifest your world outside. You got to know this. You got to get everything. See, and let me tell you something. We got to learn to do surgery on our own self. See, when, you, when you're going through healing, and, I'm, and I can only tell you what God taught me when I went through. Now, I haven't went through very many, but I went through two devastating ones. That was my youngest child with sickle cell and myself with cancer. And both, there's no care for either one of those diseases. But standing on the word of God, was it easy? No. Did the enemy attack? Yes, he did. But what you got to understand, he don't know what's going on in your mind. See, he's not omniscient. He's not God. Only God knows what's in your heart and what's in your mind. You got to understand that. He don't know what's going on in your mind until you open your mouth and say it. When you open your mouth and say it, then that gives him ammunition. I'm telling you, they say the devil ain't real. I've dealt with that rascal. I've dealt with him 
through people. Sister Dorothy can tell you we cast demons out of people. They rear up. They do some of everything. Give out foul odors. And you dealing out here. And I often tell my children, don't argue with these people out here because you arguing with a demon. You let them be right and live. You arguing with a demon because I've seen this, this de devil in action. I've seen him in action. I've dealt with him one-on-one. -on -one. And I know for a fact that he can only move uh, uh, according to your word, just whatever you speak, he can get on that. And this is why you keep your mouth shut and I don't care how you feel. For the word of God says we walk by faith and not by feeling. So it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter. We got to quit letting feelings uh, determine our destiny in God. You don't, it doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter what you see. It doesn't matter what you hear, but it's faith. So cause you feel like you're not healed, it don't mean a thing. Because you don't look like you healed, it don't mean a thing. Only when you open your mouth, you got to give glory to God. You got to bring that word back because that devil can eat through anything but the word. He can't eat through the word. He can't eat through the blood of Jesus and he can't eat through the name of Jesus. When you call on that name, he got to bow. Every knee must bow. And his name, he must bow also. When you call on that name. Are y'all hearing me? Hallelujah. Alright. So keep your heart. Because in your heart, out of your heart, comes the issues of life. Now, as I said before, let us go over to Hebrews 11. And I'm going to talk on faith. And I want you to understand Somebody going to get it. Last week, our mother came. I think she's on here. And she had not been able to sleep, headaches, all of that. And she said, when the word came, say, I heard it. She said, Pastor, I've been listening for years, but I heard it. I heard it. And she said, the first time in years without the headaches and sleeping all night. Let me tell you, God is good. I'm here to tell you, if we can just have the faith, stand on the word, because we, we're dealing with divine. Now remember, if it's out here in this world, go get it. But if it's not in the world, then we have to go with divine. Okay, now understand, first of all, again, Hebrews 11 and 1. And let me say this. I say this because um, I'm a teacher. Let me say that. I'm a teacher. And, and I can teach because... God has taken me through things, and I couldn't have done it myself. And the purpose is to share with others for the next generation. See, the next generation, I'm passing the mantle to them how to stand and be a warrior. We got to be a warrior. And when you believe in God, he, he tells you in so many places, cast not away your confidence. See, cast not away. He's telling you that because he knows it's going to be some. Fighting. He know it's going to be some drama and he letting you know after you've done all you stand because why it's coming from that spiritual world and it's on its way into the natural world, but it must get past those demons. It's not God holding up your answer. It's them demons and principalities and powers that's holding it up. So this is why he tells you if you believe that he heard you the first time. You're going to praise him, you're going to lift him up, and you're going to thank him. And that's all you got to do. You don't have to feel like it. You don't have to look like it. Just give him praise and give him glory. That's all you have to do. And I'm telling you, for those who are going through, 
If you do this, you're going to live. Hallelujah. The Bible said, in old age shall they flourish and bring forth fruit. And let me say, go here just a minute. God bringing there. My auntie and her children are on here and they were verified. My auntie came out of a church, and maybe there are some of you all in the Chicago area that may have known uh, Sister Maddie Poole. Sister Maddie Poole was an awesome woman of God, and, and uh, it was Bethlehem Healing Temple, and I had the privilege to go there and see with my own eyes. But anyway, my auntie was in this service, in this church all her life. She got saved in 1962. And so she was under Sister Maddie Poole. When Sister Maddie Poole died, they blocked off Oakland. That's where the church sits on Oakland. And they blocked that church off for three days because dignitaries from all over the world came to this woman funeral. Hallelujah. She was just a powerful woman of God. And I had the privilege to go on a tour at her church and you could see all on the wall, you can see back braces, you can see uh, uh, crutches, wheelchairs, and all in the, in the showcase there were tumors and growths that fell off of people right in the middle of her service. They, it would just fall off. And this woman was so sought after. Her, her uh, getaway spot would sometimes be under her bed just to get rid. She'd get under the bed just to hide from people. This is how powerful she was. My auntie was under this lady. And from 1962, and I believe it was to 1995, my auntie never took a pill. Everything she did, she did in the name of Jesus. Now, let me tell you, this woman went through some things, but she stood. She stood on the word of God. And I went through it without medication, but now God showed me a better way because he made medicine and things for the flesh. But I'm just telling you, that for those that are going through, if you can if you can just stand and if you can just hold on to God's word hallelujah and and uh, Sister Mattapool is who my auntie came under and Lighthouse Church had the opportunity to meet my auntie she's uh, 99 years old and from 1962 I believe to 1995 she never took a pill she never took any medicine but she got afflicted with um, diabetes and so at that time, they, they put her on insulin, and, and against her will, they were giving her insulin. She didn't like it. She just wouldn't cooperate half the time. And so every morning, they would come and give her this insulin, and she was just so depressed. My auntie got so depressed. And this was the, in 1995, when I moved back down here, she had moved to Waukegan, and she had this uh, diabetes. But then one morning, she got up before the nurse got there. She got up and got every bottle of her insulin and cracked it with the hammer and broke the needles and caught that train and been riding that train backwards and forwards until she's old, but she's not. She's just wearing out. This is what I'm saying. Just wearing out. Uh -huh. I know you remember Aunt Willa May. Just wearing out. But anyway, she went through some things, but she stood on the word of God. She stood on the word of God. It wasn't easy. I mean, she suffered a lot in the flesh. But I want you to know at 99 years old, she is, haven't had insulin since 1995. Are you hearing me? 
You've been listening to Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is, brought to you by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries in Murfreesboro. They're located at 420 South Street, and you can join them for their Sunday morning worship services at 1130 a.m. Tune in again next time for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is.